The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Rams fans? This is Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. On this episode of Rams Showcase, the Rams lose their sixth straight and clinch, clinch Sean McVay's first losing season as a head coach. Plus, there is a new quarterback in town for the LA Rams. And later, the Rams host TNF. We preview Raiders at Rams. Before we get started, I want to let you know Rams Showcase does officially have t-shirts. This is one of them. They are super sick. Instructions on how to order will be in the description below, no matter where you can hear or see me. We'll also talk about it here in a little bit. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. So the Rams do lose to the Seattle Seahawks by a score of 27 to 23. So pretty tight game, actually. And I'll be honest, I think that the Rams showed some good fight in this game. You know, losing as many people as as we've we've lost uh, so far this season, not having Aaron Donald for this game. Ultimately, I thought that this team played pretty solid. The Seahawks are playing good football this year, and uh, to have a just a four point game in this one, uh, I, I I hate to say moral victory or anything like that because I don't really believe in that. Uh, victories are victories, uh, but ultimately, I think that this this team had some really good fight in it and uh, got to see some some good stuff from some of the young guys uh, as well as some uh, some of the veterans, but. Uh, like I said, the Rams showed some really good fight. It feels like if Aaron Donald would have played, feels like it could have been a win. You know, uh, maybe that last drive that the Seahawks ended up scoring the touchdown, DK Metcalf uh, got the touchdown there at the end. Maybe if Aaron Donald is in, that kind of situation is different. So I would have liked to have seen that. Obviously, uh, I'm sure we all would have rather had Aaron Donald play than not play. But uh, that's kind of my takeaways. It felt like we could have maybe won that one if uh, if AD was in. John Wolford, uh, he looks like he's not, he's maybe not entirely healthy. Uh, he blatantly lacks arm strength. So that's obviously a concern moving forward, but it does feel like the Rams have addressed that in some capacity as far as the quarterback position goes. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, John Wolford, uh, he's fine, uh, but he doesn't do anything in particular that it's like, oh man, we got to get this guy some more playing time. You know what I mean? So, um, of course, his contract is up at the end of this year. We're going to talk about offseason stuff when it is the offseason, but. Uh, that is one to kind of keep our eyes on uh, as that um, as we creep up to the offseason, which is uh, going to be here pretty soon. Unfortunately, uh, the run game uh, back to back weeks made some solid movement. Uh, Cam Akers really getting it done. I, I don't want to say <laughs> we can just go ahead and blame Hendo, right? We can just say that the, the Hendo was the reason that the Rams were running the ball well, even though that's obviously not true. But uh, Cam Akers is uh, looking fine. He had 17 carries for 60 yards, which I know doesn't necessarily jump off to the page to anybody. Uh, but this season, yeah, that's actually pretty solid for this season. Tutu Atwell was the Rams' leading receiver, had two more receptions, two, two more receptions uh, for 48 yards. He had that one catch that was uh, so sweet. I'm not fully on board the Tutu train yet, I will say that. I'm not fully ready to commit to just being like, this guy's awesome and he needs all the playing time because he's really only had spurts here and there. He's really only had little flashes, so uh, consistency would be sweet, but... I'm giving him more of an opportunity now. We did uh, just profess earlier that, that uh, it's like, yeah, he's a bust. Um, and I, I, I'm, he has not yet done enough to change my mind on that um, because even, you know, Ryan Leaf threw touchdown passes. Jamarcus Russell had some pretty sweet touchdowns as well. So 
that doesn't mean a whole lot, but uh, we'll see what uh, what Tutu can can uh, keep how he can keep progressing, and especially now bringing in a new quarterback for the rest of this year. I am kind of curious to see what his development looks like for the rest of the season. And it does uh, feel also, by the way, uh, like a lot of people are now joining my uh, thoughts slash comments slash opinions on both Taylor Rapp and Raheem Morris. It seems like a lot more people lately have kind of taken to that Taylor Rapp isn't very good uh, side. Uh, I've been on that for quite a while. If you've been on Ram Showcase for for a long time, uh, this is something I've talked about for the last few years now. So. Uh, it's interesting to see people hopping on now. I'm not going to say like, let's, let's all just bash Taylor rap or anything, but I mean, really, I just thought he was going to be better, better by now. I thought he was going to progress. He is the same player as he was as a rookie and you just can't really have that. You know what I mean? Uh, we've seen it from other positions as well. Uh, different guys that I like that, uh, that just never ended up progressing into, uh, what they, what I thought that they could have been, but uh, Taylor Rapp is definitely part of that. And I know a lot of people now, uh, based on the comments that I see on Twitter and, and, uh, elsewhere is, um, with, uh, with, with Raheem Morris that, uh, that, that a lot of people are now thinking that his defense is too soft and, uh, just not getting, getting the job done. I know I've seen, uh, this is not in my notes here, but I've seen a lot of people ripping, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Um, but I'll be honest, I think that he's one of the only guys actually performing well in the secondary right now. I, I think that, that he's getting unnecessary hate right now. I think that he's playing really, really well. He's had his plays where he's kind of screwed up. Um, there was there was one just a few weeks ago that he blatantly didn't play it right in a like a two minute situation where he should have been further back. Uh, but you know what? I mean, it happens. Not ever. Not no player is perfect. You know what I mean? Like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Drew Brees, and so they have they've thrown interceptions. So I don't know. It's um, it's. It, it it's there's a lot of hate going around right now and i get it i get the hate i get i get that people are frustrated right now but um I, i'm just i'm i guess i'm here to say that we don't have to throw blame on something like it doesn't have to be somebody's fault maybe we're just beat up and bad this year like that's okay like it doesn't have to be like this is the reason why because i mean that doesn't really do anything for anybody and i know that my comments about the fans and stuff like that have been taken pretty negatively and I understand. Um, I get it um, because I've, I've been critical towards the fans because I'm, the fans are being critical towards the team and I will always have the team's back. You know what I mean? That's that's first and foremost. I've lost subscribers in the last like two weeks, which is fine because that just means that the people are here. Like I would rather people just leave than like stay here and annoy me in the comments. So that's at least one thing. But um, I, I know that my my comments are kind of uh, being taken uh, maybe, maybe maybe wrong. Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's some clarity that I need to uh, to address as far as, um, uh, my, my emotions with the fans, um, or yeah, I mean, ultimately, okay. I feel like I'm losing track of my thoughts here, but ultimately I feel like this, um, this era has been pretty fun and pretty sweet. And I don't think it's over yet. I think that the Rams just are dealing with way too many injuries, more injuries than I think any NFL team would be prepared to handle. And so ripping guys like Sean McVay and Les Snead and, and, and different players like, like uh like Jalen Ramsey and stuff. I just don't think it's necessary. I, I think it's unnecessary and and I don't think it does any good for anybody. So uh, of course we'll talk about that here again in a minute. Um as far as uh fan response to a player. Um but also wanted to mention this one on the Seahawks game. What a friggin' day for Bobby Wagner for B Wags, huh? Two sacks, got that interception as well. Uh, Bobby going to Seattle, uh, the last game of the season, we could see more of the same. So I was excited to see Bobby in this game, uh, to see what he had for those Seattle Seahawks. And he looked ready to play, uh, watching him specifically, like kind of snap to snap. I was very adamant on watching him. 
Uh, dude was all over the place. Dude was playing great. He was calling things out. He was putting people in the right position. And you got to love to see it, man. You just love to see it because uh, B-Wags coming over from the Seattle Seahawks. Of course, that was his first time against his former team, the team that drafted him. So that was pretty awesome stuff. Michael Hoyt, uh, he might be actually finding a little bit of a sweet little home at the outside linebacker spot opposite of Leonard Floyd, which, I mean, color me surprised when we when the Rams released Justin Hollins and then Terrell Lewis goes out. It's like, who is here? Like Daniel Hardy, I thought was going to have more of an impact, but Michael Hoyt coming in and playing awesome at that left or at the outside linebacker spot. So that was pretty good to see. Also, he's got a pretty sick Super Bowl tattoo. So uh, shout out to Michael Hoyt because uh, he's doing some really cool things right now. And of course, he is a uh, free agent, but that's another one that we'll talk about come uh, offseason time. But I do want him back and I do expect him back. So uh, that's something. And it feels like uh, the Rams, honestly, it probably should have won that game. Uh, the Rams feel like they were right there. Uh, the final drive by Seattle, it just felt like the defense just let them do whatever they want. And we were kind of getting used to that on the final drives of games. When it gets late, uh, it seems like people are just marching down on us and uh, we just get really soft. So uh, we kind of give up everything that they want. And uh, like I'm trying to think of the game it was uh, that we were giving them everything that they wanted uh, right down the sidelines all day long. And it was like, OK, well, obviously that's what they're doing. So how about we try to stop it? And then it was like third and two and then we're 10 yards off again. It's like, all right. So it's cool. Um Either way, um, I, I say all that to say this, and that this is just not our season, and that that is okay. It's okay. It's a, you don't have to you don't have to find a reason to hate this team or or hate um, or hate somebody that's on it or anything. So, like, yeah, I'm critical of Raheem and Rap and Tutu and stuff like that, but I don't I don't hope that they do well. Or <laughs> that sounds terrible. I don't hope that they do poorly, just so that I could say I was right. I would way rather be like I was wrong about Tutu. That guy is amazing, uh, but it hasn't happened yet, so we'll see what happens. All right, moving on. The Los Angeles Rams have claimed quarterback Baker Mayfield off of waivers from the Carolina Panthers. And uh, of course, uh, with the game being such a tight turnaround, I don't know how much he'll play, if at all, against the the uh, the Raiders on Thursday night football. But it's an interesting situation to bring in a quarterback. Of course, Matthew Stafford goes down, probably out for the year, although that hasn't been officially said or solidified or set in stone at all. But probably not going to see Matthew Stafford again this year. I'm probably not going to see a lot of uh, the superstars uh, this year. Cooper Cup uh, probably won't come back. I would anticipate that Aaron Donald will be back, but who knows? So Baker Mayfield comes to town. He's going to be rocking number 17 for the Rams at quarterback. And I would anticipate that his first start is going to be at the Green Bay Packers Monday Night Football in week 15, a game that I will be at. If you are going to be there as well, hit me up. Let's do things. Uh, Let's drink beers close to each other and stuff. It'll be a good time. But Baker Mayfield coming in. So we all know the news now. We know that Baker Mayfield is now a Los Angeles Ram. But what does that really mean for this team? Is it just an evaluation period? I got to say, that's kind of my guess. It feels like that the Rams want to go ahead and do this move because both Perkins and Wolford, they're really not getting it done. And maybe it's time to move on from both or one of those guys this offseason. Does Stafford return? If Stafford doesn't return, that throws a whole wrench into this entire mechanism here. And Baker Mayfield potentially could be the Rams QB one going into next season. I'm not sure if I see that happening. I do think I anticipate Matthew Stafford returning to the Rams. I don't think that he's going to want his career to end this way. Like you win the Super Bowl, then you come back, have a down year and then get hurt and go out. And then it's just over. That doesn't feel like a very Matthew Stafford way to exit the game that he has played for so long since he was drafted number one overall by the Detroit Lions in 2009. It just doesn't feel 
like that is a way that he's going to go out. So for that reason, I think that what we're doing here is like we're not going to see Matthew Stafford. The quarterbacks that we have on the roster are not getting it done. So Baker Mayfield comes in. He gives this team a, a somebody with experience behind center. It gives them a, a real quarterback to kind of evaluate your receivers and the other guys that you have here. I don't really feel like it's for evaluating everybody else. I know that 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 concept has been floated around um, uh, different uh, social media and stuff like that. I don't think that it's really so that we can really see what we have in Skoranek and all these guys. Like, I just don't feel like that's the case. I feel like we know what we've got with our wide receivers. We have really good wide receivers. Of course, we're down our top two right now, but there's a lot of different things that go into that. But I think that the, 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 the move for Baker Mayfield was a quarterback move, not a wide receiver. Let's address everything else kind of move. I think it was an evaluation period on ourselves. And it's like, okay, we need somebody. The Wolf, Au and Percules are not getting it done. So we need to bring in somebody. Baker Mayfield became available. I don't know if this was like kind of something in the works at all. Kind of feels like he just asked for his release. They waived him and the Rams claimed him. The Rams were the only team to put in a claim on Baker Mayfield. So the whole conspiracy theory of the Rams claiming him so that he doesn't go to the Niners is now out. Also, the Rams are done playing against the Niners. The Niners probably onto the playoffs. The Rams probably not. So that move would be, it would really just be the ultimate middle finger just to like if they were trying to get him. Just be like, you know what? We don't even really need them, but as long as you don't get them, you know, but that is obviously not the case. So I don't know what this tips off uh, for uh, for the Rams. I kind of feel like this is just one of those moves. I don't know how much this actually means. Like I, I, I went into this with like, OK, well, what does this move mean? Maybe not a whole lot. Maybe we just needed we just wanted a new quarterback in the room, a fresh new guy, a guy with a personality, um, a team that now can that we know can handle big personalities. So. Maybe that's the reason that Baker Mayfield was brought in. Either way, we know we've got, what, five more games left to rock uh, the rest of this season. It's It has not gone well. And now we're going to have Baker Mayfield getting it done at the quarterback position, probably getting those final four starts. Week 15, 16, 17, and 18, those are probably going to be Baker time. And um, you know what? I guess what I'm here to say is uh, I know that a lot of people have been bashing this move by the L.A. Rams. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to watch the games anymore. That's, I mean, that's fine. But then you were never really a Rams fan. I think like you were just a fan because we were sick and we were, we were like going to Super Bowls and going to the playoffs and stuff like that. Like you weren't actually here. Like, I, I don't know. So that's cool though. I mean, everybody's a fan in their own different ways. You know what I mean? If you're a fan, uh, just when we're dope, uh, that's cool. Uh, if you're a fan when we are terrible too, that's also awesome. I say it all the time. I don't care if you know that no Matthew Stafford's third daughter's middle name or if you only know our quarterback is number nine. All fans are welcome here. I just think it's weird to bash the squad. That's all. I, I, I can't get can't get behind that. I can't get behind anybody uh, talking down on this team uh, and Baker Mayfield. I'll say specifically right here, right now. I've never cared for Baker Mayfield. I've never been a Baker fan. I don't think he's very good. I don't really like his personality that much. But you know what? He's a Los Angeles Rams quarterback now. So let's go Baker, man. It's time for Baker to just absolutely crush some souls. And I've got his back. So that's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I, I know that that's not a widely, um, oh, a widely lived, I, I guess. I don't know the word there, but uh, like mindset of, of uh, just like whoever's here, I've got their back. I've never been a Tlaib fan. I wanted him to play well when he was a Ram. I would never like soup. I wanted him to play well when he was a Ram kind of feel that way about Baker. I don't think he's like any kind of long-term uh, option for the, for the Rams, a quarterback. I don't think he's just going to be the Rams quarterback for the next like eight years or anything like that. 
So ultimately, hey, he's he's here now. I hope he plays well while he's a Ram, no matter how long that happens to be. If he is the Rams quarterback for the next eight years, well, then hell yeah, let's go Baker. But uh, if not, then, uh, hey, I hope he plays well for these few games. I hope that he puts the Rams in some cool situations. Football in its most basic essence is entertainment, and I want to be entertained. And wouldn't you know it, Baker Mayfield is quite the entertaining character. So with all that being said as well, um, if you would have told me (laughs) when I was planning my trip to Lambeau when the schedule was released that not only would we not see Stafford to Cup and probably not Aaron Donald as well, um, that Baker Mayfield would be the Rams starting quarterback. I would have laughed into your face, um, but also, you know what? Uh, the NFL's quite a ride, huh? Also, last year, uh, going into last season, if you would have told me that Von Miller and OBJ would end up on the Rams, I wouldn't have believed you then either. So I guess I know nothing, which is reasonable. All right. I'm just a dude who talks about the Rams in my room. <laughs> well, in a room. I don't sleep in here. Not usually. <laughs> All right. Before we move on, did want to let you know Ram Showcase does have t shirts and they are super sick. Exhibit A. Uh, they do show, help out the show quite a bit, so if that is something that you are interested in doing, that is the perfect way uh, to support Ram Showcase and myself is uh, purchasing a shirt. So what you can do is you email aj.rsgear at gmail.com. You email AJ directly with All Pro Sports. Have a quick conversation with him. You let him know the color, the size, and all that stuff that you need, and uh, he'll get you hooked up. It's 25 bucks shipped, so uh, don't worry about that. It's just 25 bucks a piece. We're getting into the holiday season. What a great gift for somebody you know, or maybe yourself, whatever it happens to be. Uh, But like I said, it helps out the show a ton. uh, So that is absolutely greatly appreciated. Uh, Instructions on that email also in the description below, no matter where you can hear and or see me. Speaking of hearing and or seeing me, if you are watching on YouTube, there is an audio only version. If uh, podcasting itself in just the audio form is the, the way that you would like to consume some content, Also, if you are hearing the audio-only version, great news. There is a YouTube channel as well. We also go live ahead of every single game on uh, the Ram Showcase YouTube channel and Facebook. Just a little pre-game live. And that's where you have your chance to score yourself a free Ram Showcase t-shirt if you nail the score prediction exactly. Get yourself a free Ram Showcase t-shirt. So far, just one. Just one so far. Jay, who's been rocking with Ram Showcase for, for eternity, dude. So that's pretty sweet stuff. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break here on the other side. We've got TNF, the Las Vegas Raiders, heading to L.A. to SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. We've got your full game preview next. Welcome back into Rams Showcase. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to the West Coast to take on the L.A. Rams. Raiders sitting at five and seven. The Rams at three and six. This is TNF. So Thursday night football. So on Amazon Prime, which I'll be honest, candidly, I kind of hate this whole Amazon thing. Um, Usually I can't watch the games because I'm at work and I have also no way on top of being at work. I have no way to watch Thursday night football. So I've been missing all of these games. I will be able to catch this one, of course, uh, but kickoff at 515. At SoFi Stadium, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet will be on the call. Haley Harding on the sidelines. No distribution map, of course, because this is nationally televised on uh, Amazon Prime. So the internet. Uh, Story of this game, uh, really, I mean, what to dig into, really? Because the Rams have now lost six straight and really just trying to string something together here. And I know some fans are wanting the the Rams to to lose games, uh, maybe not just lose games, but get in better position for draft picks 
Uh, but the Rams, I mean, again, do not have a first round draft pick. So we are just helping out the Detroit Lions uh, for any kind of loss that we have and moving them up the boards. And of course, it does help us in later rounds. We get a little bit higher, so like that. But what is really like is who's going to be mad if we pick at 187 instead of 185? So I try to win as many games as you can. <laughs> like you, you play to win the game. You know what I mean? So it's likely that uh, the Raiders fans are absolutely going to blow this place out again. Uh, we the, the Raiders do have quite a strong fan base in Los Angeles, and that's just going to be the case for probably a while until... I mean, for lack of a better way to make this sound like less morbid, um, when, until those fans that are there now start kind of dying off and then the, the generations are going to start, you know, being maybe Rams and or Chargers, whatever. But um, I know that that sounds terrible, but it is kind of kind of the case. Um, the, the Raiders really have cemented themselves in Los Angeles. They they have uh, quite the, quite the history there. So I would anticipate that we'll see a good chunk of Raiders fans at this game at SoFi Stadium. But. Either way, um, that's going to happen with with certain teams and the Raiders just happen to be one of those. Uh, so the Rams last week, they played the Seahawks really, really well. And I think the Seahawks are much better than the Raiders are. So I would anticipate that this game should go the Rams way, although being on a short week is quite uh, quite a detriment. I hate these uh, these short weeks. You really get a bare bones game plan on both sides of the ball um, for both teams. So I guess that kind of helps you in some ways, but you're also dealing with it, too. And guys are still banged up. And then, of course, I mean, it it helps on the back end. You get a little bit of a fake bye week, especially the Rams being on Monday Night Football the following week. So, um, I mean, it kind of works out then, but it, it's still I would rather just a normal Sunday game. And then we just play another Sunday game <laughs> and then and then another one. But. Either way, um, also, uh, I'm really curious to see what happens at the quarterback position in this game. Obviously, we know that Baker Mayfield is now here uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I wouldn't anticipate him starting if I had to guess, considering the fact that Wolford is also dealing with some stuff. I would say that the Rams are probably going to start Perkins, Percules at quarterback and then have Baker Mayfield kind of step in here and there. Uh, that's what I would guess, at least. I don't actually know if uh, if Mayfield's going to be active in this game. Uh, of course, we'll kind of get all that that news really day of because uh, with a condensed week and then a move of this magnitude uh, at this time of the season, it's just kind of uh, there's a lot of moving parts right now and a lot of things happening. So we don't really know uh, what Thursday night is going to look like as far as really the offense in general, the quarterback position. We don't know certain people are out on uh, the defensive side of the football still. So it's, we got a lot of moving parts uh, going into this game, but either way, I think that the Rams are in a good position here to come out with a win, uh, considering their history going against the, uh, the, the Raiders in, in recent history. And I know each team is very different. We only play them like once every four years. Uh, now that'll kind of maybe change with uh, the new scheduling, but uh, it really is once every four years. So it's hard to really look at that also. But I mean, uh, like I said, the, I think that the Seahawks are a better team than than the Raiders and the the Raiders coming into town. Um, it was just a four point loss for the Rams against the Seahawks. I think that this should be one that we kind of flip uh, flip the script a little bit. Uh, so we'll we'll look at some players on this one uh, for the Raiders that are former Rams. We have a uh, defensive back Tyler Hall. Uh, he spent some time on and off the roster last season. Uh, he kind of bounced around practice squad. He was here and there uh, when the Rams were in Denver in the preseason last year. I uh, got to meet his dad. Uh, great guy. Great guy. And uh, Tyler Hall is awesome as well. So um, 
I don't know if like he's fine. I mean, uh, he's he's kind of lower on the depth chart though. Uh, head coach Josh McDaniels. He was the Rams' uh, 2011 offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, which was a uh, quite an interesting year for the Rams. Uh, the Rams, of course, in 2010 played in Denver. Uh, that was um, that was a pretty early game. I think it was cold though. I know that it was because it was freezing. I was I was a cold person that day. Uh, it was Bradford's rookie season, but it was after that game that Josh McDaniels actually got fired from the Broncos, and then he came to the Rams the following year. So it was kind of like, ha, like we. It was part of the master plan kind of thing. But either way, Josh McDaniels didn't spend a lot of time with the Rams just that one year. And then special teams coordinator, Tom McMahon. He was a Rams special team coordinator under Steve Spagnuolo, 09-11 for the St. Louis Rams. And on the Rams, uh, senior as, uh, offensive assistant uh, Greg Olson. He had two stints with the Raiders as an offensive coordinator, 2013-14 uh, to 14, and then 2018-21. to 21. Uh, So he really has missed all of like the sickest of seasons for the Rams. He like he was he left the Rams and then the Rams went to the Super Bowl and then the Rams went to the Super Bowl and won it again and now he's back. So I mean Greg Olson, man. You he maybe he's bad luck. Get Greg Olson out of here, dude. Uh and then offensive assistant Jake Peets as well. Um he was uh he coached out there uh for the Raiders in uh, 2015 to 2017. He is expected to leave after this season, but again, we'll talk about offseason when we get to the offseason. And in the history of this matchup, this is the first ever game that the LA Rams have played the Las Vegas Raiders. All of them before have been St. Louis versus uh, Oakland or uh, St. or like LA versus LA, stuff like that. So what what was the, uh, the original was, uh, that was October 29th of 72. 45 to 17 uh, for the for the Raiders on that one. But yeah, there was a few L.A. versus L.A. Uh, matchups in that uh, in that history as well. The Raiders do lead the all time series eight and six. The last meeting between these two came in uh, September, September 10th of 2018. That was a 33 to 13 win for the Rams over the then Oakland Raiders. In the last two meetings between these teams, the Rams have outscored the Raiders 85 to 13. Just absolutely beating them up. And of course, that was the 52 to zero game that was played in the city of St. Louis at the Edward Jones Dome. Great times, man. Great. Some sweet memes on that one. Um, I just remember Trey, Trey, uh, Trey Mason's like 89 yard touchdown or something. That was awesome, man. It was just one of those days where we were just we were just all over, man. It was a that was a lot of fun. And the Rams have won four of the last five against the Raiders. All right, let's take a look at the matchup in this game. So we got the Rams offense versus the Raiders defense. Rams offense, 30th in the NFL, going against the 26th ranked defense. Passing the football, the Rams under 200 at just 25th in the league. Uh, the Raiders, though, uh, 30th in the NFL in defending the pass. Running the football, the Rams are getting better in this department. Those averages keep climbing up and now rank 30th in the NFL, going against the 14th ranked run defense for the Raiders. And points being scored, Rams still under 17, that is 29th, and uh, the Raiders uh, almost 25 points given up, uh, which ranks 24th in the NFL. So my first question here, which was a full disclosure written before the Baker Mayfield move, is who is playing quarterback? But you know what? After the Baker Mayfield move, this this question still stands. Like, we don't know if Wolford is going to be good to go. If he's not, I would anticipate Perkins playing. But I, like I said, I do think that Mayfield, if he's active, I think he's he touches the field. I think that that is a thing that happens. If he's active, I think he gets out there. 
The Rams run game has been playing well. Uh, there's another opportunity here for Cam Akers to kind of solidify that a little bit more going against a middle of the road run defense in the Raiders. So hopefully he can kind of just keep it moving, keep it moving. We just need to keep those averages going up uh, just to give us something to kind of hang our hats on as the, the end of the season. I know that, that we kind of talk about like, oh, it's over. It's uh, we're not going to the Super Bowl or the playoffs. So who cares kind of thing? It's like, I mean, we still got some stuff to play for, man. There's always something to play for, uh, if if for nothing else than pride. Uh, and I don't think that a guy like Cam Akers, even like I, I even like a guy like Cam Akers, like he's not going to want to do bad just because uh, we're not going to the playoffs, you know. So I think that he's he's really fighting for his job as well. I think that if he can really have a strong ending to this season, then I think it gives us something to say, like, all right, we need this guy next year. Let's not move on from him. Let's not try to do anything. Let's not try to trade him anything like that. Let's let, let's hang on to him. So I would also like to see Kyron Williams get a little bit more involved. Uh, it just hasn't seemed like he's really fit into his place uh, too much. And then Brandon Powell, he's getting more carries than Kyron Williams at the moment. So I think the dynamic in the run game is a little bit weird right now. I don't think the Rams really know what their uh, their distribution wants to be uh, as far as running the ball goes. But uh, Kyron Williams is a guy I would like to see uh, get a lot more get a lot more action. And then uh, going against a team with uh, very little success against the pass, ranking just 30th in the league, uh, is this a time for Tutu to really pop? And I know I said that last week about like, hey, let's let's see, let's this would be a sweet time to pop. And two catches, I mean, yes, the, the one was sick. In fairness, one was a super dope catch, um, but ultimately still two, just, just two catches. That I can't consider that a breakout. Um, I'm, I consider a breakout that, you know, Tavon Austin Colts game. I know I keep pointing to that, but like, that's a game where you're like, holy crap, this guy can get it done, you know? So are we going to see a game like that, uh, from, uh, from two, two and, and let's just, I, I guess let's just not pretend it's happened yet. Uh, I see a lot of people who are already like, oh man, look at two, two. Oh, he's got five career catches. Like still, <laughs> like it's, I think we should just rein it in just a little bit. I, I, I know that he's, he's got some explosive, explosive plays and stuff, and he has shown his speed in, in different spots, but I'm not fully on board the 2-2 train at this time. Uh, some positives still coming from the offensive line. Uh, I've liked what we've seen from the, from like as far as progression from the bottom of this depth chart, which let's be real, is all we have left. It's just the bottom of the depth chart left. So uh, I've, I've liked the progression though. Ty and Seki's playing well. You got Skura, um, Obushi. Like these guys are playing solid. Like they're, they're giving up some stuff here and there, but I mean, what do you expect? I mean, these guys are all backups, like straight up. All of them are backups right now, except for Havenstein and Shelton. Uh, but I think Shelton was potentially going to be a, a backup if Logan Brust didn't go out. Who also we get back next year, who's never played a game in the NFL. So, I mean, next year, I feel pretty good about going into next year. But we'll, I guess we'll get to that <laughs> when that when that shows up. Um, and then also I just want to build off of last week uh, as far as, um, I would like to see this team build off of like the getting to third and short and converting. Cause it felt like the Rams did a pretty good job of doing that last week. Uh, and, and that was a big credit to the run game, which was just get the ball moving, get it pushed forward a little bit. And then you're not putting yourself in third and eight every single time. And then just trying to launch it out, you know, uh, getting to third and three, third and four, and then trying to hit something shorter that was working out. Even the ground game was working on, on third down, which was really good to see. So our three to see in this one, uh, we're going to put quarterback because I don't actually know yet. Um, and then uh, Cam Akers and Tutu Atwell. 
So for quarterback, uh, Wolf and Perk both looking kind of rough. The arm talent is a clear drop off from Matthew Stafford. And I don't want to hear otherwise because it's just not true. Like we I think we see it. I think we see it out there uh, that Matthew Stafford blatantly has a better arm than both of those guys, uh, which is. Expected, I I I think. Um, but then uh, hopefully somebody could just either of these guys, or if it has to be Baker, that's fine. Uh, just somebody just take a breath, relax, and just deliver the football. Just deliver a good ball. Do what Geno Smith is doing. It's not like Geno Smith is a superstar, but he's limiting mistakes. He's doing a good job. I know that he had a few mistakes against the Rams, but still. Uh, Cam Akers, he's playing so much better after that little hiatus that he had. Uh, we still don't know what happened there, and I'm not sure if we will. I don't know if we'll ever get that answer. Uh, but he has been playing well since uh, since that. So hopefully he keeps that up. And then uh, Tutu Atwell, he's had some plays here and there. Um, I would love to see some consistency hit uh, where or if he can get a game where he gets five, six catches, uh, that would be uh, that would be something, you know, just to, to, to get him the ball and let him try to move around. He's a little tiny shifty dude. And if we can get the football in his hands, then we can maybe see that kind of develop because. Right now, just the two catches last week. It's just not enough to see what we actually have in uh, in Tutu Atwell. So moving to the other side of the football, we've got the Raiders offense versus the Rams defense. The Raiders top five offense ranking eighth in total yards. The Rams defense uh, continues to slip. So 13th overall now. And uh, in the passing game, the Raiders top 10 here uh, ranking ninth. The Rams 22nd against the pass. The Rams run defense is really where they're making their money right now, giving up uh, still under 100 yards a game, ranking fourth, and the Raiders are tied for 11th, so sitting just outside of the top 10 in that front. And uh, in points being scored, the Raiders a little over 24, that is top 10 as well, ranking ninth, and the Rams defense giving up 23.3, which is tied for 23 in the NFL. So still giving up uh, some some points here and there, and I know not all, because these averages that I look at, uh, they go team averages. It's not just what is given up specifically on defensive snaps. We're looking at, um, you know, defensive, t- like giving up defensive touchdowns, stuff like that. We we look at all of it because uh, points are points, dog. Like it's that's as simple as it is. Like points are points, and somebody's got to stop them from scoring points, and it's a team effort, I think. So uh, Rams again, the defense, the rankings are slipping, but I do like what this defense is doing. It just seems like, I mean, losing Aaron Donald obviously is a whole bag of bummers, and then. Uh, you got like David Long Jr. who who's probably going to be out for this game on Thursday. We're still missing some safeties. Would love to see Jordan Fuller back. Uh, Taylor Rapp's just not really getting it done. Um, Nick Scott had a couple of plays where it kind of raised a little bit of an eyebrow on him, but uh, I like Nick Scott, so I'm not going to like super go in on on him uh, just for one game that I saw a few plays that I thought he could have done a better job at. But those rankings are slipping, and uh, we're still going against some some good teams. So we we still have some. Some good offenses that we will be playing against throughout the rest of the season. This one right here is a top five unit uh, or t- excuse me, top 10 unit. So that does have to be uh, considered. And if the Rams, uh, if the Rams defense is in place to put a game away, it would be awesome to actually see that happen um, because I don't feel like we have that in us right now to put a game away and just kind of bow up on a, on a last minute drive, you know, like on a last minute drive when we're up and they need to go down and score. It doesn't feel like this Rams defense is standing up. We're standing up all day long, all day long, only in the red zone because of it's the bend but don't break. Which I like. Could we not bend or could we not break on third down at least? Like when it's like third and sixteen, can we not get hit with a screen and then get let them get that? You know. So either way, um, the defense though playing well, but just it seems like we're just not fully yet. Like not not fully in the positions that we need them to be in. 
like I said, especially on last minute drives. So if we're up by a little bit and that team just needs to go down and score, it feels like that's going to happen. It just feels like this defense is very soft in those situations. Uh, the Rams defense uh, generated some good pressure without Aaron Donald. So that would be pretty sweet to see that continue, especially going against the Raiders, who I think are a little bit susceptible to that. I think that uh, Derek Carr, the way that he kind of runs his offense, he will hesitate like uh, Kyler Murray does. We talked about that. So uh, sometimes you'll see that first read and he'll, he'll kind of hesitate, but it'll be very interesting to see those matchups in the secondary with the Rams going against uh, these weapons because uh, they've got some some solid guys there. So short week means more basic game plan. This would be the perfect opportunity to be just aggressive as hell. Just get after them. Get after them because you know their game plan is going to be pretty basic. You had a few days to install and then you're off to L.A. to take on the Rams. So it's very tight turnaround. Your three to see in this matchup, I'm going to go with uh, Michael Hoyt. I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey and Ernest Jones. Hoyt, he has really found himself a nice little home at outside linebacker. I'm really liking him there. I think that he might be better there than inside. Just the way that he's able to take that outside route or the inside route, I think that that's benefiting him quite a bit. He's just able to kind of unleash his skill set a little bit instead of filling gaps uh, in the middle there. Uh, he's still working his way into that role, though, but he is playing really well. So I would like to see that continue. Jalen Ramsey, uh, he appears to be getting frustrated with losing. I don't blame him at all because I think that he's playing really well. And I think that his team is kind of failing him right now uh, as far as just some bad play in the secondary uh, and then also just an offense that's just not getting it done. So I, I, it, I make, it makes sense for me that Jalen Ramsey would start to get frustrated. Although we have a hell of a matchup this weekend with him as he will be going against Devontae Adams. We've seen that before, though, uh, but with the Green Bay Packers, what they were do, what they did is anytime that Jalen Ramsey was manned up or uh, he was over, uh, it wasn't manned up, uh, but every time he was over uh, Devontae Adams, they would just motion Adams away and just take him off of Jalen. So which always made me mad because it's like, if you're the best, prove it. Go prove it. Stop running away from him, man. Go prove that you're the best. Beat him on a beat him on a coverage then instead of running away before the route even begins, which used to frustrate me. But we'll see what, if they do that this this time, because that could be very much part of the conversation in their meeting rooms is Devonte being like, he's not going to follow me. If this if they're lined up like this, he won't follow me. Let move me over here and then I'm open kind of thing. So and who knows? And with this defense and this scheme right now, I don't trust that that would be adjusted to even mid game if we saw it already happening. And then Ernest Jones, uh, he is fitting really nice into his role. I think that he is kind of underrated right now. I think that he's performing some, uh, he's performing really well. And uh, without such a weird season, I think that he does get a lot more attention this year. But this season is just, it's just a, a weird little disaster this year. Like the 2022 season is one that we will want to kind of flush out of our brains a little bit. So, uh, but Ernest Jones, I think he's, he's playing really well. And what I would um, kind of, encourage you to do is when you're watching the games watch him watch watch Ernest Jones it's so much fun to watch Jones Wagner and Donald and like that little trio and how they're moving in the defense is really fun I know that we're down AD right now but you still got the B wags and uh, Ernest Jones doing the thing in the middle and it is fun to watch uh, them just kind of distribute amongst the defense all right, so uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Ram Showcase. I feel like it was a little bit rushed, but uh, full disclosure, I had like most of this done and then the Rams signed Baker Mayfield and none of it made any sense anymore. 
I would have had to like come in and be like, this was recorded before the thing. And so I just was like, I'm just going to do it again. So, so I, that's why it's darker in here than normal, I guess. I usually have like the sunlight shining right into my retinas, but uh, either way. Um, so order yourself a Ram Showcase t-shirt because they're awesome. AJ.RSGear at gmail.com. Email AJ directly from All Pro Sports. Let him know the style and size that you are looking for. And it'll be good to go there. Uh, make sure you follow Ram Showcase and all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase just about everywhere. Instagram, uh, Twitter, and stuff like that. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags. I work at a radio station, so a lot of the stuff that I'm posting on, like Instagram and stuff like that, is very radio station <laughs> related, like posting pictures with you know people I meet and stuff like that. But if that's uh, something you're interested in doing, please give a follow there as well. If you are hearing the audio-only version, great news. There is a YouTube channel, uh, Ram Showcase on YouTube. You can watch me talk about the LA Rams. If you are watching me on YouTube, great news. There's an audio-only version. You can find it wherever you are already finding your favorite podcast and it embedded all into all of the ramblingfan.com pages. I think I covered everything. I think I did all the stuff. If I forgot, I'm sorry, but I think I did all the stuff. That is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Beggs. This has been Ram Showcase. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for watching and go Rams. Go Rams.